Hi, you guys. I'm your host, Yara Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode informative and inspirational. On my last episode, I talked a little bit about the law of attraction, what it meant, how everything is connected, and how the energy that you send out attracts the same energy that you receive, whether it's positive or negative. I also talked about seven principles to attract the right person into your life, which is determined by the thoughts that you have about yourself, your own experiences, and the people around you. On this episode, episode 13, I wanted to talk about how stigma regarding the virus affects our own self-worth. I feel that at the heart of it all, it's not really about what other people think about the virus, but more importantly, how do we feel about ourselves since we've contracted the virus. So let's get started. When you are single and you have the virus, the perceived outlook on finding love is pretty bleak. I mean, let's just be honest. I personally know four women who also have the virus and none of them, including myself, have had long lasting relationships since contracting the virus. Now, there could be things that contribute to the fact that the relationships don't last, but I tend to think that the biggest factor is fear, which is created by stigma. Now, for the purposes of this episode, I wanted to give you the definition, like out of the dictionary of what stigma is. So the word stigma is defined by a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance, quality, or person. But what I thought most interesting was the third definition, which was the medical definition. And it states that stigma is a visible sign or characteristic of a disease, a mark or spot on the skin. And I just thought that was crazy that the medical definition of stigma is almost a description of the virus itself. So as I did a little bit more research for this episode, I came across an article called VeryWellHealth.com. And the article was called Addressing the Consequences of Herpes Stigma. In the article, Elizabeth Bosky talks about where the stigma about herpes come from and the impact that it has on individuals who are diagnosed with it. I'm going to read an excerpt from the article. Now, in the article, she says that stigma is associated... The stigma associated with herpes is so great that a newly diagnosed person may feel that their lives is over or that no one will ever love them again. And that's what she says in the actual article. She goes on to say that they blame their partner. They may even sink into severe depression or contemplate suicide. All for a disease that is not deadly and frequently associated with severe health problems and often not even symptomatic. In fact, that's one of the greatest ironies of herpes stigma. She also goes on to say that negative imagery about herpes pervades pop culture and social discourse. In fact, in some circumstances, the word herpes come, has become almost interchangeable with dirty. And I talked about that before. She says that this can be seen in how often the two words are linked. A Google search in the spring of 2015 found more than 600,000 matches for the term used in close proximity to each other on a website. 
An explanation of how herpes is discussed in mainstream culture suggests that the stigma of herpes has little or nothing to do with the actual disease. She also says that one user's definition of the herp of herpes by association on the site Urban Dictionary states that it is a stigma against an individual who hangs out with an un unhygienic person. <laughs> so because you have herpes, you don't have good hygiene, basically. For instance, your friend points out, this is what she's saying in the article, for instance, your friend points out to you, ooh, oh my God, that guy you are with has herpes on his face. Then they think that you will become dirty or infected if you keep hanging around them or him. Herpes is transmittable, so you have to cut your ties with that person. You'll get the terrible reputation of hanging around a herpes kid. This is what she says. This is what she says that the stigma is in urban dictionaries. That that's what that's what came up. There are also numerous other pop cultural examples, such as the lyrics of the Industrial Revolution song "Immortal Techniques." I don't know who that is, but she says that the in the lyrics it says, "My metaphors are dirty like herpes, but harder to catch." And then she says that sadly, the negative and inaccurate association between herpes and hygiene are so pervasive that people don't even think about them anymore. So like I stated before in one of my other, my other episodes, um, the stigma is worse than the disease, basically. That if you hear the word herpes or if you say that somebody has herpes or if you tell somebody that you have herpes, that you're automatically seen as dirty or gross or nasty, all of those things. She's basically saying the same thing in this article. Unfortunately, we cannot change stigma overnight. And even if we were able to, there's always going to be somebody who thinks having the virus is nasty, dirty, or whatever, and will try to make you feel less than because you have it. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? I mean, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.Jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, Jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group, and then I will send you an invitation. 
That's the only way to join at this time. But I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook. But this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So here's where you have to change the game up, okay? Now's the time you have to stop worrying about what other people may think about you if they found out that you had the virus and focus on what you not only think about yourself, but what you believe about yourself. That's the key, what you believe about yourself. Every negative stigma that you think the next person has about you, it's all been created in your mind before they even think about it. You already made up in your mind they're going to think negatively about you. Sure, you've heard jokes on TV or in song lyrics, but it's when we start thinking about it that it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's all because these things are in our mind. These negative thoughts are already in our mind to the point where we don't even want to deal with it. So we build walls and we push people away, not because of what they may say, but what we think they're going to say and what we think about ourselves. Before we can ever expect anyone to love us in spite of this virus or any other flaws that we have, we have to first love ourselves. We have to find our own self sense of worth. Without that, we'll never think we're worthy of being loved by anyone else. So I would like to play a song right now. This song helps me when I'm feeling down about having this virus. I would like for you to really listen to the lyrics and let every word marinate, even if this is your, not your first time listening to the song. This is a gospel slash inspirational song by the artist Kirk Franklin called Imagine Me. For you listeners who are not Christian, please just listen to it with an open mind. Forget that it's a gospel song. Forget that it's Kirk Franklin, okay? <laughs> More than it being a gospel song, it's a song that speaks to the heart of of those who actually suffer with insecurities and fears. Doesn't name herpes, but it is a song that, uh, you know, addresses fears and insecurity. So I'm gonna play the song now and come back when it's done.
Imagine me. Now, your job 
is to work on those issues or insecurities staring back at you. Start taking control of those insecurities and not letting them control you. Start saying no to those negative thoughts and instead accentuate everything positive about yourself. If at first glance you can only see one positive thing in your life, blow that thing up, honey. (laughs) Blow it up. Make it take on the whole page when you're writing out the list of what's positive about your life or yourself. And then eventually, you'll be able to add more to that list so that that one thing is not just the only thing. What helped me to stop focusing on the negative stigma was that I just stopped caring. Point blank in the period. I don't know how to explain it, but something just changed in me. I no longer cared about the person liking that I liked accepting me. And I didn't care about that no more. If they were either going to accept me or they weren't, that was just it. And if they didn't, it wouldn't be the end of my world. It just wouldn't be. It would be on to the next until I found one that accepted me and loved me and I loved him or whatever. Now, it took me a long time to get to this point of not caring what the other person thought. And I do this podcast because I don't want you to waste 30 years like I did. I don't want it to take 30 years before you get to a place of, I don't care what the next person think about me. I'm good. Just me on my own. I love me and I know somebody will too. (laughs) Don't take 20 years. (laughs) All right. So just heed to some of the things that I, I speak about in these podcasts. And I just hope that you guys learn from my experience. All right, guys, I've taken up enough of your time. If you would like to read more about Elizabeth Bosky's article, you can find it on www.verywellhealth.com slash addressing dash herpes dash stigma. You can also find Kirk Franklin's song, Imagine Me, on YouTube and any music streaming platforms. And these are not paid advertisements. <laughs> if you are a first-time listener, I hope you enjoyed it. And be sure to check out my previous episodes that you can find on Anchor or on iTunes, any other streaming platforms. To my regular listeners, thank you for your support. Remember that you can reach out to me at Hope at gmail.com. That is Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S-H-O-P-E at gmail.com or by pressing the message button at the bottom of the screen if you are listening via Anchor. I love, I would love to hear any questions um, or comments about this episode if you have any, um, or any other episodes. If you'd like to make any suggestions about you, anything that you would like to hear me talk about, just hit me up. If you have any stories that you'd like for me to share, please send it to Hope at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you for listening to Dating with Herpes. I'm your host, Shahira Jones. Be safe and God bless.